Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. And boy, have you got something to look forward to today. A conversation with Tom and Pam Wolf from identityanddestiny.com talking about core values. Do you know what your personal core values are? Many of you have heard conversations about your business core values or maybe your boss's core values at, at work. But what are your personal core values? That's the conversation for today and how it helps you understand who God created you to be and what he created you to be doing. But before we get with Tom and Pam, we're going to talk about iWorkForHim.com. I'd like you to go out there tonight and join the I Work For Him Nation. Join Hundreds of people around the world that have decided they want to be used in their workplace, and they're going to start by praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Join the I Work For Him Nation. Get an I Work For Him Nation window sticker. I'd like to call it a bumper sticker. You can put it wherever you want to put it. Just don't put it somewhere illegal or on a stop sign. But you can put it somewhere proudly to say, you know what? I'm praying for you. And when you join the I Work For Him Nation, I will send you an email along with a copy of the covenant that says, here's what you're really agreeing to do. Pray for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them. Look for ways to befriend them. Look for ways to pray with them. But all along, being a person of excellence each and every day in your position. You know, and, and that email, that's not just like some canned email. You send something in and you get an auto auto response. No, not my style. Iworkforhim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. But it does take a paradigm shift in our minds in order to really just understand. To be a Christ follower, it's out of the box. Romans 12.2 talks about that out-of-the-box experience. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You know, a lot of us don't really take time to think. Most of us are noisy all the time. I sat down with a, a new friend a few weeks ago, and we talked about being quiet, because being quiet is one of the biggest gifts, and you'll never really learn to hear the voice of the Lord if you're noisy all the time. How about the answer to the question, what drives you? Do you know what your core values are, your personal core values? And that's what we're talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf. In fact, I picked this verse for us, Tom and Pam, Psalm 139, 14. I praise you. This is David talking, I believe. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. Tom and Pam Wolf with IdentityAndDestiny.com. Welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. 
You know, this idea that we're wonderfully made, the idea that God did it on purpose, and yet most of us don't take that time to figure out that purpose. I mean, how many years had you lived as a Christ follower before you understood your purpose, Tom? Uh, too many. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, before you even get, I mean, you've been a business guy for, for, you know, for a few decades. Had anybody ever talked to you about personal core values before the Lord led you to do that within Identity and Destiny? Not really. No, I, I mean, I knew core values existed, and, but I never had a way of determining what really were my core values. Most people don't. They you know, they'll throw out a few words. They'll try and think about it. And, but, you know, until we came up with this uh, process to narrow it down, uh, it's kind of hard to get there. Well, but the interesting thing is we all have core values. We may not, we just may not recognize them. And, oh, yeah. And we're operating according to those. We just don't know it. Yes. Well, you were an executive, Pam. Mm-hmm. And so you had corporate core values, right? Uh-huh. Because everybody's got mission, vision, and values. We're all told how important they are. And interestingly enough, you know what I called ours at our company? The Ten Commandments, and I wasn't even saved yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so, but those core values as a business, did, when you were developing those, did you use a consultant or did you do that yourself? Uh, we did it as a team. Okay. Our team. Did anybody ever say, hey, what's your personal core values? Not, not a soul. Yeah, and that's something where you don't hear it talked about, yet how it, we display our core values every day. Oh, yes. I mean, they, they leak out of us. And a lot of times people are in corporations or organizations, and they know they just don't feel like they belong there. They don't feel like they're connected to the way the organization and the culture run. And what that really is, is the core values of the organization and the leadership are not in alignment with your personal core values. And you exactly. feel that conflict, you just may not be able to put a name yeah. to it. Now, you find yourself singing the Sesame Street song every time you walk into, uh, into, into the office, one of these things is not like the other. And you're like, <laughs> right. maybe it's me. Maybe I'm that one thing. Yeah. But this, you know, talk about a powerful hiring tool, identity mm. and destiny. Not that you, I don't know, you probably have some problems in some corporations, but even the core value exercise to make sure that your personal core values match up with your corporate core values so that when you're hiring somebody you're not wasting your time absolutely well in a lot of the reading that i've done recently they say the number one thing to try and determine is whether there's a match between the corporation's core values and the core values of the individual and everybody probably can think of a situation where they saw that at work somebody who just operated a little bit different than the overall core values of the company or the way the culture was set up. And they're like, ooh, this person's just a little out of sync with what we've got here. Well, and we see it all the time. When you look at, we elect presidents that don't have the same core values that our country was founded on. We elect, we elect new leaders within our churches, and their core values are different than the prior leaders' core values. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we wonder why there's a shakeup within the organization. I mean... People, there's a science behind this, and God created the science. You're listening to I Work Ram with your host, Jim Brangenberg. We're talking with Tom and Pam Wolf today about core values and identityanddestiny.com. we got people listening on almost every continent. I have yet to be contacted by anybody on Antarctica, but I've got people listening everywhere. In fact, last month, 
I don't know how this is possible, but more people downloaded I Work For Him podcast in Germany than any other nation, including the United States of America, which is just staggering to me. Over 1,200 downloads out of the out of the country of Germany. And, and again, could have to do with the fact that things in Germany and France are a little rough. France was up there as well. Wow. The UK was up there as well. So if you're listening from Europe, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how how this is impacting you. Maybe there's some, maybe you know ministries that are going on there that I can highlight as long as we can get English speaking guests. You know, it's we're just privileged. We're just hoping that something we say today will encourage you in your faith and cause you to dig deeper into your walk in your workplace. As we're talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf about identityanddestiny.com and one of the seven steps is identifying your core values, understanding who you are and really what exudes out of you. But before we get into that conversation, let's just tell people how they can get this, Pam. How do people get a copy of Identity and Destiny? And you just go to www.identityanddestiny.com and uh, click on the store tab and it takes you right there to buy the book. It's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is it? I mean, you you can't even get a date and go to Chick Fil A for twenty bucks, but this is something that's going to transform your life. And you know, I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm on an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> I did sell Ginsu knives at State Fair when I was in high school, so I do have a little bit of that. Uh, I and sold a, monkeys on a stick at the State Fair. I, I also sold <laughs> Washmatic Internationals, but that's another story. <laughs> so, but this is something that when you talk about buying a workbook, that's going to that the Lord can use to transform your thinking, this is the best 20 bucks you can ever spend. And, and I do, that's why Tom and Pam are major sponsors of our show. We're so well aligned. This is something every Christ follower in the United States of America and beyond should be buying. And you, it doesn't matter where you are, you can get a copy of this. And, and let's just say you want to ship a whole bunch over to Europe. I'm sure Tom and Pam can arrange that somehow. We'll figure it out. Because you, you guys have people that have gone through this around the world already, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. How many countries? Do you have any idea? Um, our very first licensed facilitator um, that God drew to us, other than uh, one gentleman who's going to be here on the show today, uh, was from Barbados. So we were international almost from day one. That's cool. Where's he Barbados, told us we would be, Africa, we were, South yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. That's Canada, cool. a number of them in Canada. So have people rewritten Europe, it in other languages? Is that, is that what they've done? We think they have in Chinese, but not with us being involved. Well, not in the well, <laughs> You know what? If there's one thing they're going to hack and take into China, if they hack this and bring it into China, Hallelujah. you know, yeah. praise the Lord. I yeah. mean, I'm, I, you know. <laughs> we actually, we actually. Think that makes it, me giggle. I okay. know. It did us too. So, I mean, it just. And I just, oh, I gotta, I gotta step back off. Of There's a lot of one-liners you could take off of that. This one. is God's tool, so He's gonna that's, do what He's gonna do. That's right. And and you know what? I, we have people listening in China on the mm. podcast. There, I mean, fifty or awesome. sixty different ones every month. It, it, this this could transform a nation mm. if you had. And and in China, because the persecution is so strong, and really in a lot of other nations. I mean, yeah. Russia, it's amping back up. Someday in the United States, is gonna amp back up. But to know who you are. Without a doubt, and what your destiny, what you're supposed to be doing, you need to have that figured out before the pressure comes. Mm -hmm. And this is that's why this is such a great tool. That's why this workbook is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So we're talking today about core values. How? What are core values, Tom? Tom, Just talk to me about core values. What are they? Well, they're a a kind of a grouping of beliefs about uh, how you're supposed to act. 
we develop them from uh, input from our parents, from our siblings, from uh, experiences in grade school, high school, uh, then outside influences. Uh, and faith. Uh, Yeah, your faith. All, all those outside influences sort of gather into a grouping of uh, beliefs on how you're supposed to behave, how you're supposed to act. When you look at those core values, Pam, I mean, this is, I mean, you guys put a tool within the, the workbook to help people figure them out. You, you, mm-hmm. you supply what was 75 different po- potential mm-hmm. possibilities, and you have a narrowing down tool. What do you see? I mean, people, people probably already know they've got things that drive them, but most mm-hmm. people don't really think about this stuff, do they? Mm. Right, right. They don't. It's um, subconscious. Yeah, and there's a, a couple of things. Um, people normally don't stop long enough to really think about what what those experiences have caused them to believe. And really, the core values are kind of the core essence, if you want to say it that way, that create the filter through which we view the world. And then we put kind of a, an, an evaluation on things. It's like, how, what do I value most? The filter thing. I love that. Because that's really, we, we had, there's a local business owner, Todd Hopkins, with Office Pride, office cleaning, and commercial office cleaning. And he doesn't call his business core values, core values. He calls them his decision filters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yes. that's what this is really all about. It, it is. It's decision filters. Yeah. So we can actually get, uh, it, it, to be able to help us understand why we decide the things we do, Tom. To know what they are, what things are most important to us. When you first went through this exercise, you said nobody in the corporate world had ever talked to you about having personal core values. Right. But you went through this. I mean, what, what led you to say, you know what, I bet I've got personal core values. I think it was just uh, it was a lot of reading and it was a lot of research that, that boiled down. I mean, you hear about core values in corporations. In my corporation, we call them basic beliefs and guidelines for actions. A lot of people take five words or seven words and they stick them on the wall and say there are core values, and that's meaningless to an employee. You got to interpret them. You got to say, well, how does this apply in the business? How do you use it? And it's the same thing from a personal perspective. How do, you use, how do you use this? What does this look like? One of the things that I suggest people do when I coach them through this is list your work through the workbook, get your five core values, take an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, write that core value, and then you put your definition from your head, not look it up. What's that core value mean to you? Then go look it up in Webster or on your iPhone, whatever, and uh, uh, write out what that is, and then give two or three examples of what that looks like being lived either at work or at home or whatever it is. The reason it's important to do that is because if you don't know your core values ahead of time, you're going to be under social pressure, corporate pressure, whatever it might be, a time pressure to make a decision. You make a decision, the wrong one, your gut knows you went against your core values. Everybody out there who's ever gone against their core values, even they weren't aware of it, they knew it. Yeah, that's where regret comes from. There's some mm-hmm. of that in there. All right, we're talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf from identityanddestiny.com. Identity 
and destiny.com. You need to get a copy of Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot. This workbook will transform your lives. We've got one of your licensed facilitators on the air with us today, Robert Leatherwood. Tom, why don't you talk to me about who is Robert? Uh, Robert's been a great friend. Uh, I've learned a lot from him. He uh, uh, has a degree in, uh, might even be a pastor. I'm not sure if he's uh, been ordained, but he's certainly educated in it. And uh, we've worked together. And uh, currently he is the uh, development director in the South for uh, ICM, International Cooperating Ministries. And he's just a multi-talented, interesting, interesting guy. So... Hi, Robert. Robert Leather, Leatherford, thank you so much for being part of I Work For Him today. Hey, I love it, and I appreciate you having me on the show. It's leather wood, so I like to tell people, smooth as leather, strong as wood. Robert <laughs> Leatherwood. So there you go. And uh, But it is also a joy to uh, count uh, Tom and Pam amongst my friends and my coaches. So um, I, let's see. They're just I'm glad to be here today. So, Robert, talk to me about how you first found out about Identity and Destiny. Wow. Well, uh, I'll tell you my side of the story. Tom can tell you something different. But uh, <laughs> I was there in the beginning, and uh, I lead a Sunday school class at my at my church, and I, I'm always looking for talent in my Sunday school class. I'm always looking for to develop leaders. And I, I, I said that my Sunday school class is, is like a guinea pig. If anybody out there who wants uh, to experiment on us, then they should come and do that. And uh, Tom took me up on that. He says, I got this idea. And uh, we actually set a date probably about five months out so that he had time to prepare and time to kind of a, a deadline, you know, to push him to get this done. And so the very first time uh, it was taught, it was taught um, out of, the creation of his spirit and his energy uh, for that first Sunday school class, and I guess we did it probably about eight weeks. Yeah, that was my first exposure to it. Now, so as uh, you've gone I, through it personally, Robert, how has that impacted your life? When you went through Identity and Destiny the first time, the, the workbook. Once Tom had it all completed, as he as he used your small group as guinea pigs and he put it into a book workbook form, as you went through it, how did it impact your life? Major. Uh, you know, they really work on this whole idea of a uh, identity and destiny statement. And so just crystallizing and getting it down to really clear uh, has made all the difference to me in the world. But i got to tell you that what's going on here. I, um, I The reason there's an affinity between uh, Tom and Pam and myself is because I, I love this stuff. And I, I just got to get a little shout-out for the book because um, – I have used a lot of tools. I mean, I've taken over 25 different personality assessments in my life. I've taken over probably seven or eight different spiritual gift assessments in my life. And so as, I, as you take all these different tests your, your, or surveys or inventories, whatever you want to call it, uh, you begin to, to discern. And uh, I'll be quite honest with you, they, they already did me a favor. They picked the very ones, the best of the best. So when you're looking at a... At this workbook, you can realize you're getting some of the top flight uh, um, inventories that you're going to find in Christendom and uh, in, in the secular workplace as well. And so they were using the right tools. That attracted me to them. And then uh, be, being able to take all those various tools and summarize them into an identity and destiny statement uh, definitely 
changed uh, the way I approach it. Robert Leatherwood is with us, and he was one of those guys that was there right at the ground floor, even before the floor was framed out, even before the dirt was smoothed out. He was the one that that helped kick Tom Wolf into action and said, "Put this, put this down, put it in writing, so we can work go through this in our small group at church." Robert, talk to me about what did you learn about your core values? We're talking about core values today on the air, and and at how identity and destiny helps people understand what they are. How what are your core values, and how did identity and destiny help you understand those? You know, uh, they've got it's it's one of the quickest uh little inventories that they have and it's just fun and you, when you start working through it you'll suddenly you said oh and that happens to be spot on and so uh my highest core value is wisdom um and that you know that is absolutely true of my life but being able to articulate that and to say oh my that is that is spot on that is who i am i've been a collector of wisdom my whole life and then to go through this and be able to just realize okay this is a core value of who I am. And uh, then it just helps you uh, not only appreciate, but steer clear and, and, and know where your gravity force is. Robert, my last question for you today is there are hundreds of people listening live today, maybe thousands of people that are listening live today, but there's going to be thousands that will listen to this podcast over the days and months ahead. Why should somebody get a copy of the Identity and Destiny workbook, workbook Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot? Why should somebody do this workbook? I have the best answer in the world for this question, and that is very simply this, is that the way that you want to guide your life is if you, the only way to say no, you know, because we're all given all kinds of opportunities in our whole life. The people are asking you to do things, and what is the basis for which you to say no? And unless you have a bigger, clearer yes, a lot of people will say, uh, will say yes when they should be saying no. They need to turn down opportunities, and and what ends up happening is is that we become a, a mile wide and an inch deep. And the reason for that is because we we simply are saying yes to too many things that are outside of our gift mix. So if somebody out there is listening to me and they're thinking to themselves, you know, oh man, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to do the things that are important in life. You need to take this class. You need to take the book. You need to get a coach. You need to figure out what your identity, your God-given identity is, and therefore you'll be able to evaluate every decision and every opportunity that comes to your life through that lens. I have the ability to say no. I have a superpower ability, and that superpower ability is is to say no. Why? Because I have such a big yes. Identity and destiny and finding your sweet spot made that happen for me. Wow, that was fantastic. Robert Leatherwood, thanks so much for calling into I Work for him, for sharing your story. I look forward to meeting you one day. I've heard your name on the streets here in Tampa Bay before. Never had a chance to talk to you, but grateful to talk to you today. Thank you for your ministry, and uh, uh, just thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Hey, bless you. Bye-bye. All right, core values. All right, so let's the, the core values, you've got 75 uh, words that describe certain things. Well, what time, Pam, you're turned to the page. What, what are some of those words? What, why don't, in fact, why don't you list out your core values so people can understand what yours are? My core values, number one is family, number two is creativity, then perseverance, wisdom, and character. Mm. And Tom, what are yours? Self-discipline, honesty, attitude, perseverance. It's the only one we have in common. 
And dependability. Well, God gave you perseverance because he sent you into the ministry. You know, an interesting thing is you listen to that. Um, we were very surprised that when we did this independent of each other and came together, that we only had one of the five that was the same. But here's what it helped us understand, is I can be looking at a situation, and I'm looking at it through the filter of my core values, and I may see the same situation or decision very differently than he is, because his filter is so different. We have one of the five. Because for me, with family being number one and creativity close behind it, those don't even come up on his radar. So when I'm looking at life through that lens, sometimes what I set as a priority, um, he he he's not seeing it that way, and he's not prioritizing it that way. Well, and that explains a lot because husbands and wives that are listening today, they're they're like, yeah, that maybe that explains why when the decision seems obvious, we both come to a different conclusion <laughs> because we've got different core values. We see things through different decision filters, and it's helped me understand him better and him understand me better, and therefore give us a chance to give each other more grace around that. You know, as I look at, and I don't have Martha's memorized, I probably should have Martha's memorized. I'm sorry. Martha, bring your identity and destiny with you at the Friday show. All right, but my mine are boldness, which nobody there on the on the air listening today is going, really, Jim? I'm surprised. <laughs> boldness and transparency, number one and two. Integrity, character, and generosity. Those and and really, most people are like, well, boldness. We knew Jim. No great, you know, no great surprise there. But I, I was joking with Tom and Pam off the air that when I went through it the first time, I came up with nineteen of them that I liked, <laughs> and I knew that that was illegal. You couldn't do that. But it, I, I still came up with nineteen that I liked. Not for this exercise. It, it was not effective. <laughs> and, and those other things are still driving forces in my life. They're things that I really are important. But I knew what my number one and two were. Right. There's no mm-hmm. no question there. Hey, we've got Libby Hodge on the line, and she's one of your licensed facilitators. Why don't you introduce Libby? I'd be happy to. Um, Libby has uh, been with us for a long time, met her through the American Association of Christian Coaches and Counselors. She is um, a gifted um, uh, educator, trainer, counselor, um, has been on staff at a church in children's ministry, and actually from the moment she started taking or going through Identity and Destiny for herself, she began to realize that God was asking her to write a version for kids. She is the author of Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. Libby Hodge, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, and we only have like 45 seconds till we got to get to the break, so can you just tell me how were you first introduced to Identity and Destiny? Well, uh, like Pam said, I uh, was at a conference for the American Association for Christian Counselors, and they happened to have a table, and um, I was introduced to them through a friend of mine, and she said, you've got to get this book. And uh, she knows that I have a passion for identity, for destiny, for purpose, for finding your meaning. And uh, sure enough, I bought the book, and um, I took it home right away and started working on it because it was something that resonated with me. We're talking about core values, and we've got one of their licensed facilitators on on the line with us talking about her own testimony. People are like, Jim, we're always hearing from you about identity and destiny. Let's hear from some other people. It, it, the story's the same. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Anybody who completes the eight-week workbook called Identity and Destiny, Finding Your God-Given Sweet Spot, Seven Steps to Finding Your Purpose, Anybody who does that, they're going to say the same things that I've said. They're going to be jumping and shouting and dancing and talking about, this thing is incredible! 
the best 20 bucks I ever spent in my entire life. Next to buying my Bible. Of course, I always put that caveat on there. We've got Libby Hodge on the line. She's a licensed facilitator, and she was so moved by going through Identity and Destiny, the Lord laid on her heart to put this in Identity and Destiny for kids. It's not, what do you call it? Identity and Destiny for amazing amazing kids. kids. Libby, talk to me about how Identity and Destiny, going through this workbook, impacted your life personally. Well, Jim, I think... um the first thing that I would have to say is that um, it reawakened some dreams that I had buried, um, things that I had um, hoped for and had kind of forgotten about. Uh, for example, um, what we're talking about right now, I've written curriculum for children uh, in our church for a long time, um, but I've never gotten anything published. And uh, so just the, the process of getting a book published was a dream come true for me, and I had no idea how to go about doing that. But because of uh, working with Tom and Pam, they helped me step-by-step, step, you know, giving me good suggestions and ideas, and they were just right there all the way, uh, helping make that happen. Um, and, and so if, if I had not had that connection with them, I probably would not have ever gotten to the point of getting over that hurdle of the unknown. What was the uh, biggest how to do it. What was the biggest thing you learned about yourself, Libby, as you went through identity and destiny? The biggest thing I learned about myself is that um, the whole the whole concept of being fearfully and wonderfully made, I kind of had a tendency to downplay my own giftings, my strengths, my capabilities, um, even under a um, a humility that can even tip over into that false humility that is really pride turned upside down, and uh, I, I really feel like I've been able to come out from behind that screen and just be real and be myself and uh, just uh, be able to stand in front of others and say, look, this is, uh, this is good stuff, and uh, you're good stuff. God's put wonderful things in you, and um, He wants to reveal those things. And so having the confidence to be able to step out uh, of my own way and share that with others, I think has been gigantic for me. Talk to me. Talk to the audience that's listening today. And some of these people are listening. They're listening live on the, on AM radio. Some people are listening on iHeartRadio and tune in. Some people are listening to the podcast on iTunes, and they're listening around the world. Why should they get a copy of Identity and Destiny and go through this eight week workbook? Well, I'll tell you, um, it's like. I've heard Pam say this before. This is not your grandma's Bible study. If you're thinking, well, you know, I could do this with any other tool, uh, basically it is some heavy lifting. It's some deep diving personal study. Um, you're going to figure out what your own strengths are. You're going to overcome some weaknesses. You're going to learn to hear God's voice directing you. I mean, who doesn't need that, right? <laughs> and you I get love to the that. end of this study, and you've got a beautiful self-portrait. Um, that the Lord has helped to direct you to discover and uncover. Uh, he's helping you to see the person that he created originally. I kind of like the example of Michelangelo with a big block of marble, and he chisels away at everything that isn't necessary to reveal uh, the masterpiece within. But in the case of Identity and Destiny, we're working from within to reveal what's real and good, and we teach people to let go of all that excess baggage that's kept us bound inside of presumably like a block of marble. It's breaking people free. Love Amen. that. De- deep diving and breaking people free. 
Libby Hodge, thanks so much for calling into I Work for Him. Thanks so much for your work. We will do a show in the future on Identity and Destiny for Amazing Kids. We'll bring you on here so we can talk more about that. But thanks so much for all the work that you're doing within the kingdom, and thanks for calling in today. Thank you. God bless you. All right, so we we, we got to do a show about that amazing kids. Do yeah. that Has God great. attracted some amazing people to become licensed facilitators or what? And you've got 140 140 some? worldwide. Well, and, and if and I wasn't so busy Libby on the radio, has, I'd be one. Libby has a PhD, too. So you don't have to be overly educated to do this, but... Yeah, because you don't have you. a PhD, right? <laughs> no, no, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't even have a master's, so... <laughs> no, I, it, and then the Holy Spirit wrote this book, but it from people who have just been through it and have a hunger to do it with other people to people like, you know, the PhDs of the world. So it's it, he, he meets us where we are regardless. Uh, we have licensed facilitators who've never even gone to college, and they use this as a tool to help people. So it's all laid out. I say that the easiest thing about the identity and destiny is all you need to do is sit there and ask the questions. You don't have to know anything. The Holy Spirit does the work. It's amazing to sit and watch. It is very cool. We're giving away a copy of Identity and Destiny Today on the air. If you'd like to get a copy of this amazing study, as as Libby just said, deep diving. Love that. Freedom. It will give you freedom, breaking free in your life. And just it's it's amazing. Call right now on the studio line. Ace is sitting by. He has anything else better to do except to run the show and make sure everything works electronically. Call him. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. We're only giving away one copy. The rest of you can go out to identityanddestiny.com and go to the store and buy your own copy. We're giving away one. 877-943-9673. All right, so back to our conversation on core values. Decision filters, as I like. I, I love that you had a longer, both of you had longer explanations, but really core values, these decision filters, these things that we already exude, but yet you guys help people figure out what they are. Right. So what made you include putting core values as part of the identity and destiny discovery process? Well, when I started this whole process, I took some seminars, I read about 40 books on purpose, and as I went through, there was really a lacking for strong Christian material. But what I was doing was looking at what the different possibilities would be to understand who you are and what you bring to the table and what the gifting is that God gives you and how you're wired. So I said, this is great. Got to put this in here. So I figured out a way to... Narrow it down to your top five core values and then your top one and continue to do more reading and research on core values. They're very powerful, very powerful. They're basic beliefs. I mean, when you get out of bed in the morning and you put your feet on the floor, you start making decisions based on your core values. So that person who doesn't have persistence or self-discipline probably doesn't get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the core values inventory that's in the workbook is something that Tom actually developed um, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, but it it's a proprietary tool. There's other tools that we use in there that um, were created by other people and then have been adapted for the book, but uh, this one's an original. And when I look at the impact, I mean, really, when, when you go through the exercise, and like I said, I joked about it, I came up with 19 that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And having to narrow it down to five, having that conversation with a spouse or your mom or dad, if you're not married yet, or a brother or sister, they'll be able to 
they'll be able to help you narrow those things down because it's cool mm-hmm. like what are you kidding me this one is obvious because they know you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean can you go through you guys have about 88 children between the two of you and it's 17,000 <laughs> grandchildren you've taken your kids was this a Thanksgiving discussion did you guys have a core value Thanksgiving discussion too because I know you've had some major discussions during we always kind of end up revolving around back to disc because yeah. uh, <laughs> we have so much fun with that but no but I think maybe we should do that this Thanksgiving, I think that would be um, really would be, neat. That would, would be, be a fun. fun one to do. Absolutely. That would be really fun. I would like to thank Tony for calling in from Carrollwood and for uh, listening to the show and also for just calling in for the copy of Identity and Destiny. We'll make sure we get that out to you right away. Awesome. All right. So core values, though. So when you look at how does understanding our core values help us understand our identity and our destiny? Well, as, as we say with every piece of the puzzle um, in the self-discovery portion of the book, it is one more piece of the mosaic. And, and it is, uh, I don't know whether it's, I, I wouldn't say it's really factory installed. It really is probably life experience. But then it's, it's kind of a reflection of so many of the other parts and pieces that you discover through identity and destiny, putting names to those. Because um, I don't think there's anybody who knows me that wouldn't be surprised to know that my number one is family. But, and as Tom and I have talked about, being able to understand my number one core value when Tom's like, could we just have a Sunday, just the two of us, instead of kids and grandkids and chaos and craziness and dogs and everybody that ends up coming over when I have the family over? And I'm like, I, I could just do that all day long. But now that I know there's a difference there for us. It's not that he doesn't love being around family. It's just sometimes just some private time, just the two of us, is is what feeds his soul. Yeah. And so instead of me thinking, what is the matter with you? You know, why wouldn't you want the kids over? I get it now. I get it. Yeah, us D's, we need some quiet time. Yeah. We do. Well, and it, we get and, worn and out. I feel now that I understand it, instead of being annoyed, I'm honored by it. Because he wants to spend it with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome. These core values, these decision filters that we find mm-hmm. out about ourselves, these impact how we make decisions about our family, mm-hmm. our work, our spiritual life, our finances, our friends, our leisure. I mean, these things really impact well everything we do. I yes. mean, Tom, you made the joke. Well, when you get out of bed, I mean, you start impact. Your life is impacted by your core values from the minute you get out of bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you see them playing out in your own life, though? Talk, just give some examples of, of how does your perseverance play out in your own lifetime? Oh, my goodness. It's consistent. It's everything that I do. I mean, I told a story this morning, 30 days and being out of business, being flat broke, and uh, I persevered through it, and that thing grew into a business that was worth millions of dollars down the road. So that perseverance was there, and and everything. And you look we back do. and say, so without that as a strong core value, right? He probably would have quit. He would have given up. So it's but been through didn't. my whole life. Pam tells me I have a PhD in self-discipline. I don't think I do, but yes, that's he what does. She does. <laughs> yes, he does. So that's how I knew you guys would be on time for dinner. <laughs> 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 we were early by were, 10 I, minutes. I knew. I, knew, I, I told Tom, Martha. Tom's on time is early. I, I know. I told Martha, I said, they'll be early. How yeah. do you know that? I'm like, Tom is always early. Yeah. 
So I am never early, but I'm not late. I am always if it's if I say I'm going to be somewhere at three, I'm there at three. Well, never I was earlier. here one minute before it started, right? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> We're talking with Tom and Pam Wolf today about core values as part of understanding who God created you to be and what he created you to be doing. Part of identity and destiny. You got to get a copy of this workbook. I'm telling you, you've, you've heard it from other people. You haven't just heard it from me. This will change your life because the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God is involved in this. And, and literally, this is it didn't it wouldn't matter if Tom and Pam weren't one of my sponsors. And they've only been a sponsor this year, which we're very grateful for. But for the first two and a half years, I was still telling people, you gotta get a copy of this. I'm just grateful we're partnering up to get this message out even more often because literally, if you're listening to this show, stop what you're doing right now, go to identityanddestiny.com, buy a copy of this. But buy two. Buy one to go through with somebody else that will hold you accountable to finishing all eight weeks. The first four weeks, super easy because it's so cool. You're learning all about yourself. The last four weeks, learning to listen to the voice of God and telling you what he's going to do with these things, much more difficult. You need some accountability through that. Tom and Pam can also help provide a licensed facilitator, a coach to help you get through this if you don't have somebody to partner up and go through it with you. Tom and Pam are running out of time, of course. You know, Pam, you mentioned something off the air. This is, when we talk about core values, the world will tell people what your core values should be versus what they really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we often kind of have a, a set of rules that are imposed on us, particularly in the workplace, and we think that should be the way we feel about things. It should be the, the things that we value most when there's it's just not fitting it's not feeling right and so but oftentimes we'll we'll force ourselves to kind of choose those values because we think we should rather than looking inside of us and determining what's really right for us tom understanding these core values in our workplace can really make a difference because sometimes we might have a job and it, and it really conflicts with our core values yet within that same organization if it's a big enough organization you might be able to take those core values and put yourself in a position that will utilize those th- that core values i mean how does core values really play out in the workplace as you see it well, like I said, uh, you might uh, one of your core values might be honesty or integrity, and you might be put in a situation where you have to do something that uh, isn't quite honest in the way of billing or whatever the situation might be. And if you aren't really crystal clear as to what that value is, you'll respond in a way under pressure that might go against your core value, and then that's when you're going ooh, this just doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. I've had people uh, that I've taken through identity and destiny, and when they did their core values, they realized their core values were really not uh, in alignment with where they worked. And it it, it was a subconscious understanding, understanding and feeling that they had. But when they actually moved their core values from their subconscious to their conscious mind and they really knew what they stood for, it was clear to them. It was like, you know, I really think that I've got to leave this company. I like what I do, but i got to do it in a company where there's alignment with my core values. And understand that that becomes your decision filter to be able to put mm-hmm. those decisions together. You look like you had a quick comment, Pam, on what? 
Well, and I think oftentimes you can find places, as long as it's not an integrity or honesty issue, but one of my core values is creativity. And in my work, if there is not a creative outlet involved in what I'm doing, I get bored very quickly. So I have to look for the creativeness um, outlet in the work that I do. Mm. Tom and Pam, we're, we're at the end of the show, but it was a great conversation about core values. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. A pleasure. We've been talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf from identityanddestiny.com. Go out there tonight, get a copy, and then go to iworkforhim.com and join the I Work For Him Nation because these things, they play right into each other. Imagine helping your coworkers and employees understand their identity and their destiny. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.